Hello, and thank you for listening, hopefully, to the 22nd Dairy Dialogue podcast, ironically put out on the 22nd of February. I'm Jim Cornall, editor of Dairy Reporter, and on this week's podcast we're talking ice cream, and nothing but ice cream. I'm actually putting this together from a hotel room in Dubai while attending golf food, although by the time the podcast goes live, thanks to modern technology, all being well, I'll be on a plane back to Glasgow, complete with stiff legs thanks to being tall. Golf food has been a real eye-opener. The size of the event is bigger than the village I live in, and the number of visitors is way more than the village I live in. Still, I've been busy with lots of interviews with established companies such as DMK, some smaller companies, and also I managed to squeeze in a trip to the Camelicious Camel Milk Farm to talk to them about their operations. So hopefully some interviews from Golf Food on the show next week. But, as I mentioned, this week is ice cream, because last week I was in Harrogate in Yorkshire in the UK for the annual Ice Cream Expo. It's a small event, certainly in comparison to golf food, but it's all very friendly and a simply wonderfully run show. It features interesting new flavours, recipes, ingredients, machinery, even business insurance. In fact, everything for those already in the ice cream industry or those considering getting involved. This is the 75th anniversary of the show, which also includes an award ceremony. And while there, I spoke to ice cream products supplier Caterlink, chocolate suppliers Keylink, ice cream giants Walls, and the makers of a new sugar substitute, which isn't easy to say, Zusto UK. And at some point in the near future, you'll be able to see the video interviews for each of those companies. Of course, as well as ice cream, we will take our weekly look at the global dairy markets, thanks to INTL FC Stone. So, to the ice cream event. In between trying samples, Dairy Reporter spoke with Joe McKenzie, sales director of ice cream products supplier Caterlink. So yeah, if you could just tell me a little bit about the company and something about the new products that you yeah, have. Yeah, sure, of course I can. We're called Caterlink, so we're based in Bodmin, um, but we cover all of the UK. Obviously, in this day and age, it's all about less wastage, bio-packaging, and getting a- away from single-use plastics. So we've really kind of taken that to heart, being from Cornwall. And we go up to the lakes, obviously that's very much so as well. So hence why we've got a totally new different stand this year. The whole stand is bio, it's made with uh, vegetable ink as well. We've brought the technology into it on the iPad, so there's no need for a lot of brochures. You're giving away 1,000 brochures, 1,000 leaflets, so they're just going to waste film. So we're very much encouraging that with our customers and we're finding our customers are wanting that from us. So instead of displaying all the ice creams, which we've done for a number of years, but again, at the end of the week, we unfortunately have to throw it away. All right, and what kind of products do you have for the so ice cream industry? We do all the uh, one scoop, two scoop, three scoop tubs, uh, spoons, smoothie cups, milkshake cups, all are in development at the moment. It's a bit tricky on the Napoli's at the moment, but we have got an R&D department that's spending a lot of time and effort trying to uh, find a solution to those challenges, but I'm sure we'll come through. So you're always developing new products? Yeah, catering is quite innovative. We're always not looking what's happening, but we're aware of what's happening our competitors are doing. But really we want to push the big trends and the big focal points that happen globally. So yeah, very much so. And, and so how many products would you have for the ice cream industry? Thousands. But again, the big days of holding thousands of products, that really is kind of 
coming back a little bit, so it's reducing the lines so it fits better for, again, less wastage, um, a lot of warehouse space. So we really want to reduce that ourselves as well, um, so we're more environmentally friendly. And you're just UK-based? We are UK-based, but we have sister companies in Denmark, Sweden, Germany, Holland, that we all very much intertrade and feed from each other. So obviously the Scandinavians are really pushing away with development, so we can kind of latch onto them and develop it between us. Not only do we invest in research and development, we re uh, research a lot in marketing. So we look at marketing globally to see what's happening there so we can bring it to the UK and bring it to Europe as well. Mm. So we can push it and everybody can follow us. Hopefully we can help our customers that way. Yeah. Obviously you come to events like this to yeah. try and sell to the... Yeah, I mean the ICA to us is more like family. It's, it's not a sales show that maybe bar and restaurant ones are. Everybody kind of knows us here. So it's like meeting up with old friends, just telling them, oh, beginning of the season, how's it going, what you're looking for, and really make appointments for later in the season. So yeah, okay. it's a great show for us. Next, we chatted to Jane goodison Shaw, Business Development Executive for Keylink. We're Keylink Limited and we're based in Sheffield and this is the second time that we've exhibited at this show. So we were here last year with Calibar where we launched Choco Gelato and this year we're back with Choco Gelato again by Calibar but we're also here with a new range of vegan products called um, Ascenza which are all primarily plant-based uh, base mixes to make really high quality gelato. Is that, is that new? That's new, it's from Italy plant-based so we're very excited about it that's obviously a big trend at the moment it's on trend it's a growing market it's currently five percent of the market they're predicting by the year 2020 it's going to be as much as 20 percent of the market is it like regular gelato it's very difficult to taste the difference if you didn't know we're working with an italian manufacturer so uh, the bases have come over from italy and they are plant fibers so they come in dry format and then you would add soya milk or coconut milk, whatever your preference would be, and some oil, and flavour them in the way that you want. There's three bases in the range. There's one that's suitable for vanilla, one that's suitable for citrus, and uh, the last one is suitable for pulp fruits, red fruits, that kind of thing. So okay. it's a very versatile range. And, and is this for, you would sell to ice cream manufacturers? We'd sell to manufacturers, to parlours, to supermarkets we're re really on the crest of a wave at the moment because it's that brand new right and then they make their own gelato for sale yeah. in-house in absolutely and we're not saying anything um, hard and fast about recipes because that way you're able to make it bespoke and have your add your own unique recipe so it's very flexible range so and would you give them product ideas and suggestions or do you just sell on the basis yeah, we always give them product ideas and suggestions and we talk to them about the way we've manufactured it because as part of our research and development we do have a demo kitchen in sheffield so we test everything before we let it loose on our clients because we've got to think it tastes good before you, we can pass it on to people right and and you said it comes from italy all of your bases come from italy just the three new vegan ones from italy uh, other bases are from Calibau, from, um, that their origin is, is Belgium because they're a chocolate manufacturer. But again, they're a base mix, so it, go, it takes out all the kind of pasteurising. It's a two-step process. Uh, hot water, hot, hot milk to produce a really good quality gelato. It's very surprising and the quality bears out. 
Right, and, and so how many flavor, or you just have the three vegan and how many of the regular dairy well, ones? Well, today we're displaying 20 flavors, which we've made in the last 24 hours, but the sky's the limit, really. In our recipe book in-house, we've got 70 recipes at the moment, and that's growing. <laughs> right, and, you, and you would give those to the people that would sell it in, in store or in... If anybody's got any technical questions about dosage and recipes and the way that the product's making up, then we're always on hand to give them advice where we right. can. So they're not they're not on their own. Once when no. they buy something, you help them. We're on a journey. Yeah, and and so it would be sold in garden centres and in shops, and you would sell to a lot the whole we've got, range. We've got a really lovely soft serve machine that we've launched this year. Uh, and it's very easy to get started. People can purchase a soft serve unit, they get 100 kilos of free product to set them off. And by the time they've sold that 100 kilos of product, they're actually in the black with the machine. And you can pop it on a, a pallet tray. Uh, you don't need any special power. It just plugs into your standard 13 amp plug, so you're away. You can just get into the gelato business. And that's a new unit? That's, that's a new unit. And uh, the manufacturer name is Brass. Okay. Bras, <laughs> whichever yeah, yeah. way you want to say it. B-R-A-S. B-R-A-S, you've got it. They're made in Italy with the intelligence of the gelato market in Italy. Uh, but after extensive research, we decided that that would be the one that we would want to market alongside our branding because it works incredibly well. It's very easy to use um, and it fits in nicely to chocolatiers businesses or anyone wanting to start up in the industry. It's very versatile. Right. I, I think one of the, one of the other trends within dairy now seems to be dairies and small farms setting up their own shops yeah. and, and selling their products direct to the public. Is that is that another potential outlet? Absolutely. I mean, the farmers have had it really tough over the years. And I think in the ice cream industry, it was born out of having um, a surplus of cream, which fits really well in their product set. We've got lots of products that work well with dairy and cream alongside the vegan and whether or not the dairy farmers want to put their name to vegan products um, they need to preserve that part of the market and have a product that's ready to go because you know vegans want to eat something lovely too yeah and, and as far you you mentioned vegan being a big trend um, clean label is obviously a yeah. huge trend as well these three products that we've got here today are clean label the three vegan base mixes all clean label. And, and do you supply um, additional products to them like the packaging and the cups? And yeah we supply tubs, uh, spoons, serving devices, cups for the frappes, all the toppings and inclusions to dress your ice cream to make it more attractive on the eye. So we're a one-stop shop. Right and as far that's also another big trend is the move away from single-use plastic is how is that impacted? Yeah we've got a range of uh, NatureFlex products where I was looking for recyclable uh, we're going to keep really abreast with the market because that's the demand. So do you sell just within the UK? We have international customers. Okay. Uh, our doors are open to anybody who wants to buy from us. Walls is a part of Unilever and it's a British ice cream institution. And Rachel Brooks, Regional Business Development Manager for Walls, gave us a rundown of some of the new product launches for 2019. So coming for 2019 on our new product range we have the Magnum Vegan. We also have the Magnum White Chocolate and Cookies. And then on the kids range we have teamed up with Kinder 
and we have created the ice cream Kinder Joy, the Brunner Cone and the Kinder Stick and then on the Ben and Jerry's range in 2019 Caesars introduced the Muforia range which is everything in a Ben and Jerry's cup but half so half the fat half the sugar content so that's the Muforia range and we've also introduced the free from range okay, and is there the high protein range is that new yeah the Breyers tub so that's the high protein range as you say so we've got the tubs and we've also got the ice cream bars okay. in the Breyers range right and Everybody in the UK seems to be talking about the new vegan range. How well is it going? Yeah, excellent. It's um, So far, it's doing really, really well. So far, everybody who we've spoken to is very excited about it. Absolutely wants to include it in their range. There's not many vegan stick ice creams out there. And so, so far, yeah, this is, this is be, the uptake on this is incredible. Really, really good. How long did it take to develop that? Well, it's been in the pipeline, of course, for a couple of years, but we really got on board and started taking it more seriously last year. When we looked at the trends in 2017, data informed us that 1% of the UK population had declared themselves vegan. In 2018, that risen to 7%. So that's just a phenomenal increase in the space of 12 months. So of course, you have to keep up with the trends. And this is exactly why we are introducing the Magnum Vegan, because the trend is just increasing massively. And of course, it's not any more expensive than the regular it's ones. It's the same as the Magnum Double Range. And not only that, but of course, you have to look at what our consumers are wanting and it's okay saying that you know we do have a fantastic range nine out of the ten UK top selling um, impulse ice creams are, do belong to the Walls family but, but of course on top of that we have to look at the trends i.e. the vegans um, and, and we have to accommodate our consumers there that said also um, looking at our consumers the white chocolate and cookies magnum. We have introduced that as an incremental selling impulse line on top of the rest of our lines. So again, intelligence informs us that 12 and a half million of the UK population are white chocolate lovers. Currently, we were servicing, if you like, two and a half million of that population. So there's a huge gap there with the white chocolate lovers. Hence, we've brought on board alongside the rest of our top selling nine SKUs, the white chocolate and cookies. Right, and the, the same with the Kinder ones, obviously that's responding to the... Most definitely, yeah, yeah. So to team with Kinder, absolutely huge chocolate manufacturer. France, number one selling confectionery. So to get on board with that is just phenomenal. And, and to introduce it as an ice cream, 
which is already, Kinder is already out there as a, a everybody chocolate lover, not just children, but adults as well. And now we have a look at a new sugar substitute, Zusto, with Charles Naylor from Zusto UK. I represent uh, Zusto UK, care of Megachem UK, and today, or for the next three days, we are here at uh, Harrogate, and we are very excited. We are launching um, Zusto, which is a, a sugar substitute uh, based on dietary fibres, maize corn and chicory fibres. And uh, as you can see, we, uh, we are in co collaboration today with uh, Charlotte's Ice Cream, who are promoting Zusto on our behalf. And people, visitors, we are welcoming them today to, to, to try Zusto um, sugar-free ice cream. And, and obviously it's clean label? It's clean label, yeah. It's FDA approved. Yeah, it ticks all the boxes. Great for diabetics, of course, and vegans, so yeah. <laughs> right, and it's yeah. produced where? It's produced in Belgium. Colleagues here, uh, Sebastian and Walter, they, uh, they are from the, the manufacturer in Belgium, SLS Food Technologies. Okay, so is, is Zusto, Zusto isn't Belgian, Zusto is a UK company? No, Zusto is a, is a Belgian company. Okay. Uh, Zusto UK, we are, we are Megachem, uh, we, are, we are the agent for the UK. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right, and is this, this is just launched now? It's new to the UK, yes. We took over the agents, agency in, uh, in August, so very, very new to the UK, yes. Okay. Yeah. But very established in, in Belgium and Holland and, and uh, in Germany. Right. And yeah. what, what applications does it have? And not, obviously not just ice cream. Not just ice cream, bakery. It works very well in, in all baked products, biscuits, sponge cakes, in yogurts, dairy products, pretty, pretty much anything that, where, where sugar is used. And is it, for, for producers, is it something that's economically viable? Yes, I mean, it's not the same price as the sugar, of course. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it, it's cost effective, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I, obviously people now are turning away from sugar, so they're looking for viable alternatives. And so I mean, how, this, does this, how does this compare to other well, this, artificial? This is, the, this is the great thing with Zusto, is it has the same structure as sugar and, and the same taste, so you don't get an aftertaste or, or a cool, sometimes you get the cooling effect with, with artificial sweeteners, you don't get that with Zusto, so, and the product can be caramelized as well, so just used in the, exactly the same way as sugar. Right. Yeah. And, and structurally, you said it's from, it's fibres? It's fibre based, yeah, so chicory and maize corn fibres, uh, and it has a little bit of, a little bit of um, sucralose just to give it the, the balance, to give it, to give it the extra sweetness. So you said it's available, it's starting to become available in the UK? It's available now, yeah. You, you can buy it. We, we have a, an online shop. Uh, so if you visit zusto.co.uk, you can go onto the website and you can buy these one kilo packs that you can see here uh, for, for home delivery. Is it too soon to say what reaction's been like to it? or? Well, we're doing very well. January was our best month ever. We, we're, we're getting lots of online sales now. So people are coming on. We're, we're, we're doing a lot on social media, so the word's spreading. Clearly people are saying, are trying it at home and recommending it to their friends and family. And we're getting a lot of uh, repeat orders and people are seeing the, the products and, and yeah, they like it. 
And now, INTL FC Stone's Liam Fenton can give us an update on the global dairy markets this week. Butter was stable this week where we had quarter two, which was trading around the 4350-4400 level all week and the futures um, has continued to remain at that level. There's been quite a premium though for quarter three butter where the levels are closer to 4500. I think given the strong prices that we've seen for this period in the last two years due to uh, the weather in the spring being particularly unsuitable for, for milk production, that has brought a lot of nervousness to uh, sellers for quarter three and made them extremely hesitant and, and thus we've had higher prices. Cream has been trading at the 4600 to 4650 level. Skimmel powder has had a quiet start to the week. We had a US holiday, we had the GDT auction on Tuesday, and we had the uh, very popular Gulf Foods event in Dubai, causing a lot of uh, market participants to be either traveling or in meetings. However, as the week has been wearing on, we've seen some selling coming into the market where Skimmel powder has started the week bid at, at the 2050 level. It's now offered in the same period at, as low as 2020. And the GDT event on Tuesday, I guess, was expected to be strong, but ended up more marginally positive than expected. So as a result, it was probably a disappointment price-wise. Skimmel powder did relatively well, though, up just under 3% as uh, we hear continued demand coming from China and Asia. Great. Thanks, Liam. Talk to you next week. INTL FC Stone provides risk management and margin hedging programs and services, as well as OTC hedging tool and M&A advisory services to the global dairy industry. And that's it for podcast number 22. I hope you enjoyed it and that it makes you want ice cream or gelato in a cup or a cone and that you'll join us again next time. Thanks for listening.